Amen. It's a great day to see you. You do look good. So turn to your neighbor and say, I look better than I did yesterday. Go ahead and do that. Stand together with me. People are checking their kids in. You're coming in. Turn and tell somebody hello. Come on, just turn and tell them hello. We're going to worship the Lord today. We're not going to hesitate. We're going to worship Him. Hallelujah. Father, we come into your house in agreement to glorify you and to worship you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's start by everybody giving a hallelujah. Come on, just give a hallelujah. Here we go. Hallelujah, we bless you, Jesus. We bless you this morning, Jesus. Hey! The lamb that was slain, he's alive. Anybody glad? Yes, yes! Forever he shall reign, he's alive. They crucified him at Calvary, but he rose in victory. He's alive.
shout of glory in this place. Come on and make the devil upset in this place. Lift it high. Come on, just worship him. Worship your God. Worship your God. Come on, your voice, your voice, your voice. Love you, Jesus, Jesus. So beautiful, so wonderful, and love you. Ah, he's here. Shout for victory in this place. Come on, you already got it. You already got it in Jesus' name. Uh, I will boldly come.
Somebody say. I've been forgiven. I've been forgiven. You call me. You call me righteous. I hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now spotless. Now spotless. You call me worthy. You call me worthy. Right here, I'm your child. I am 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 your child. Yes, I'm your child. You call me chosen. You call me chosen. I'm yours. I'm yours. I am yours. Oh. Come on, just lift up that voice. Come on. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Uh. Come on, just everybody in the room. You don't even have to watch the screen anymore. Just lift your hands and just begin to praise the Lord. Would you do that? Come on, just begin to lift your hands and praise the Lord. Come on, just lift him up. Just lift him up. Come on, lift up Jesus. You didn't come to watch a performance. You didn't come to watch us. You came to praise the Lord. So just begin to do that. Say, well, it's my first time here. It's okay. God's been around a long time. Go ahead and just worship him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name. That's it. Just lift it up. Everybody give verbal hallelujahs. Come on. Fill this house with it. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. I, I, just, I just feel today that you're, you're going to be overwhelmingly filled with the presence of God. I believe that you're going to be freed. You're going to experience freedom in a lot of areas of your whole household. Whether you're a single dweller or multifamilies, you're going to receive today freedom in the Spirit of God in your house like you've been longing for for a long, long time. Today, you have walked into a miracle atmosphere. I believe today your mind's going to be healed, your body, your emotions, every part of you. I believe God's going to touch every part of you today. Why don't you do something with me? When we raise our hand to Him, it's because we acknowledge He is higher than anything else. I hear people sometimes say, I'm not going to raise my hand in a worship service. I see concerts in the world where they're waving their hands like this. The devil's doing everything he can to take what the Lord said we should be doing to glorify him. Today, I'm not going to let anything hold me back. I'm going to worship him with all my being. Amen? So why don't you just do that for a moment? Come on, just take about, come on, take a few moments. Just by faith, come on, lift, lift your spirit up. Come on, just lift it up. Reach out there to him right now and glorify God. Everybody do it. Come on, everybody. Doesn't matter your denominational background, church background. Come on, just reach out there and worship him. Lift up Jesus higher than anything else. Father, we lift you up right now. Hallelujah. In this atmosphere of agreement right now, 
a supernatural move and surge of your spirit in this house today. Hallelujah to your name. You're going to do something miraculous in our homes, our families. You're going to do it here today. You're going to do it here today. Amen. 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 Now do something with me. Come on, just give a big roar of hallelujahs out of this place. Come on, give it out. You know, I, I just I just been feeling this since early, early this morning. And, you know, we, 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 worship is just worship, okay? It doesn't have to fit into some kind of somebody's style or, or it just it comes out of your heart. And, and uh, there's an old, old song we used to sing when I was a kid. It was called Blessed Assurance. It would go something like this. If this is my story, this is my song, I'm going to be praising my Savior all the day long. And I, I believe somebody in here has got a testimony going to explode out of your spirit today. You've been through a lot, but here's the deal. You've come through it all. I'm thinking you're not hearing me. I said you've been through a lot, but you've been through it all. Amen. We're going we're gonna to break open this atmosphere. Amen. I feel, I feel like this kind of, I, I feel this place today is kind of like a, a Tupperware. Y'all know what a Tupperware is? Sometimes you just got to get those lids off of there, all right? Them jokers are hard to get off, all right? We just need to take the lid off today. I feel like right now we need to break through the lid. Y'all hear me? I think we need to be overflowing. Amen. Are you ready? Are you ready? This is an old, old song. If you, if you know it, you'll catch on real quick. Here we go. Listen to this. Hey, come on. We need to lift it up, y'all. So come on. Come on, y'all. Let's don't drag this out. Y'all help him. Come on. Blessed us, Jesus. Jesus is Jesus Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. Perfect submission, perfect submission, perfect delight, visions, visions of rapture. Now burst on my sight, angels descending, angels descending. Rain from above, echoes, echoes of mercy. Somebody lift your hands and say, Come on, here this we go. This is my story. This is my song. Come on, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. Come on, this is my song. 
salvation. Perfect salvation. Perfect delight. Perfect delight. Visions of rapture now burst on my side. Echoes of mercy, whispers of love. Blessed assurance, come on. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what? Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Here of salvation, virgins of God. Born of His Spirit. Say it. Let this house erupt in hallelujahs. It seems my soul, my Savior God to thee. Come on, I want to hear you do it. Come on. How great thou art. Come on, say
praise your mighty name. Come on, somebody bless him. I will bless your name. I will praise your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everybody in the house, don't hesitate. Lift your hands. Heavenly Father, right now we glorify you higher than any attitude, any philosophy, any setback, any stronghold. We are in your presence. And in your presence there is liberty. In your presence there is miracles. In your presence there is healing. And I believe that right now you're doing it among us. Bodies be healed. Bodies be healed. Bodies be healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah to your name. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, and you are here. We are not here for performance. We are here for you, mighty God. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give him big thank yous. Come on, give him big thank yous. Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Place your hand on the shoulder of somebody next to you. Come on, do it quick. Get an agreement. Put your hand on the shoulder. Father, right now we take agreement that whatever you do in this room today will glorify you. We will be alert. We will stay in your spirit. We're going to be ready for what you're doing. I believe you're doing supernatural things now. Do something in our kids. Somebody listening online, do it for them right now. Go into that home. Go into that presence. Lift them up right now. Lift them up right now. Hallelujah. We lift up expectation in you in this place. This place will glorify you today. Everything we do will glorify you. And we give you praise. One more time, a big, 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 big praise. Come on, big praise. Come on, big praise. Come on, go about 30 more seconds. Come on, don't wait for somebody else. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name. Oh, yeah. Praise God, praise God. I want you to move around to at least four or five people, shake their hands and smile at them. Go ahead and do that. Church hostess families are coming right now. We want to welcome all of our guests. Patty's going to come and help me do that. Patty, will you come right now? Church hostess families, come on right now. Let's move. Let's move. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Our church host families are coming. Wow. You know what I love about our worship? Our worship sends a message to the enemy. Amen. That no matter what we're up against, we're going to worship our way right through to victory. Amen. Amen. I love this kind of worship. It sends that message to Satan. You know, because Satan knows the word like you do. He knows that no matter what's coming our way, we're going to be victorious. He knows that the blood covers us and that no weapon formed against us will prosper. Uh, The enemy knows the word. It's up to us to know the word too. Amen. Because it's the word declared over our lives that is going to make us victorious today. So if you're ready for your miracle, can I hear a big shout? Amen. 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 
Well, we're just so delighted that you've come today to worship with us, and these kind folks are coming your direction in a minute. If this is one of your first times, we want you to raise your hand, and they're going to acknowledge you. They want to give you a, a loaf of bread. We want to say welcome to you today. We want you to take the card that is being handed to you. Fill that out so that we can pray over your family, over your house, and just simply know that we care about you here at the Church Alive, and we are delighted that you're here. Amen? Can everybody in the church house say welcome? Would you do that with them? Amen. Make everybody feel welcome. Big, big clap for them. Come on, just a big clap for them. Amen. Today is a big day at the Church Alive. A lot of things going on. I mean, all kinds of things going on. Patty, Easter is on its way. Amen. Easter is just around the corner. We got a big cross here. I know somebody else bought a big cross today. Toledo made another cross for us. Just exciting what's going on. Here's what's going to happen on Easter, and I want you to be aware of this. On Easter Sunday, uh, going to be a great presentation here. It also happens on the Saturday night before that. And on that Saturday, we have a big egg hunt. All kinds of things are going on. But you can be involved in that Easter presentation. We need uh, singers, dancers. We need, uh, if you don't sing, we'll teach you how. If you don't sound good, we'll camouflage it. And, and, um, and so if you want to be involved in this, all you got to do, you can join today. Just uh, see, the, see the screen right there. You just text uh, EA219 uh, to wherever that number is. We'll leave that up there. And you just say, I, I want to be involved in that. We'll give you the personal information. Like today at 4 o'clock is, is a time that we get together. So we'll, we'll tell you about that. We want you to be involved. Yes. Young people, you can be involved. We've got, again, singers, dancers, uh, people in drama, yeah. soldiers. I mean, people just say, I, I, I want to be a part, but I don't want to say anything. We've got a part for you. Absolutely. And, and so everybody get involved. It's a great outreach. It's a great time together. Even the practices and everybody getting together, it's just really, really good. So awesome. anyway, you come be a part of it. We'll tell you a little bit more about what's going to happen in Kids Alive a little bit later, you know, through Easter here in this service. So be, be aware of all of that. So you, you get involved and start inviting people for Easter now. Let's make an Easter run. Everybody say Easter run. Easter run. What do you mean by that? I say uh, get here on every Wednesday night and get here on every Sunday. It's only a couple more before that. And so let's just blow Easter out of the water. What do you say? Amen. That's right. Amen. That went over real good, all right? Let's just blow Easter out of the tomb. How's that? That's right. Amen. All right. And so uh, you, you just be a part of it. I'm going to pray right now that a spirit of generosity will be released upon all of your home, your house, your business, your investments. Come on. I got one back there that took it, one right there, two, three. Well, how many would like for just all your investments just to be all tangled up? I don't think so. You want them to be released, don't you? And so what I'm going to pray for you in these last days that we live in, that you're not going to be restricted by earth economy. You're not going to get all nervous and, and, and all that sort of thing about it. But a spirit of generosity. I'm going to pray such a spirit of generosity will come over you that you won't be stingy. Come on now. Aren't you glad God's not a stingy God? Oh, God bless me today. No, I'm in a stingy mood. Thank you, God's never said that, all right? Uh, aren't you glad God's never said to you, I've done enough for you. <laughs> he doesn't do that. And, and, and so uh, I just pray a spirit of generosity. You know, you get around some people, they just give you anything. I mean, uh, give you their food, their clothes. I mean, hey, you want to do this? And those are fun people to be around. How many like to be around generous people versus people who want to steal from you? That's not good, right? Okay. The Lord wants to give to you, wants to bless you. It's God's intention. And he wants his people to be prosperous. I found that prosperous people are happier. 
They are. They are. They're happy. And, and so that you'll be happy and you'll spread that around. You'll see needs in the world that you'll meet them. You'll look around even in the church. You'll, 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 you'll be aware. God says, do something for this person. Let me give you a tip. When God tells you to do something, don't analyze it. You see, faith pleases God, not analytics. Why don't you try to analyze what the Lord's going to do for you in heaven? You can't do it. Uh, you know, I'll put this word before you. You've not heard too many people use it. God not only has mansions in heaven, he has mega mansions. How you like that? Thank you. How the mouths of babes, he's ordained praise. I like that. Amen. I'll work with you. And, and uh, so I want you to get that. God's got planned more for you than what you've got planned. All right? So, so, so get over yourself. All right? And, and just start moving by faith. God tells you to do something, do it. I've always said it this way. Number one, hear clearly. Number two, act promptly. Hear clearly and act promptly. Don't wait and say, well, I need another sign. What, another, what other sign do you need than God? You know, when, when I was a kid and my mother told me to take out the trash, I didn't ask for a confirmation. Anybody hearing what I'm saying? I got affirmation, <laughs> and, and so you just did it, all right? You didn't give a look. You just you did it, and so many people, when God tells them to do something, I'm looking for another sign. No, just do it. If you heard it's from God, just do it. So I'm going to pray for you, your business, your networking, your strategies, your insight, your dreams, your visions. Let's increase, all right? I'm going to pray for you. As you give out of generosity, ushers will pass by you. You can do that. You can jump online 24 hours a day. There's a kiosk out front. Debit card, credit card center in the back right now. Heavenly Father, I'm praying for every business that's represented here right now. I believe you're doing something supernatural in every house. And I'm calling for and I'm asking, Father, for you to motivate 10% of the revenue of all of this city to come into your kingdom. Not just this ministry, but every ministry that's honoring you in this city. 10% of it to flow so we can do mighty, mighty things for you. I pray that as a church alive, we will not be self-centered. We will be giving and we will have a spirit of generosity be loosed among us today. That there will be every need will be met. Every need will be met. And we will live in overflow. I pray for right now multiple streams of income to come through these people right now. I pray, I ask you now that the debt of 2.4 million would be released off of the church alive. I, I ask that now, Father. You ask, I, I ask, you said to ask and seek and knock. I ask for there to become multi-millions to come through here so we can distribute it, Father, so we can do everything you've called us to do. I know it's happening now, God. I feel something big happening. I feel released, and I pray that every house here will be increased. Every house will be increased in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you give. Um. We have a, a great treat for us today. As you know, Chi Alpha, our college ministries, um, operate uh, here at UCA. And there's a, a, a wonderful couple that um, they didn't come as a couple, I don't believe, right? I don't think so. But they came as a couple, and I, I noticed them, and, you know, and, and, and um, God just did wonderful works in them. I'm going to let them tell you their story. But uh, they got acquainted, they got married. And uh, God's called them into ministry. We have got, we've had several, I don't know the numbers, I, I guess I should ask, but uh, we've got several uh, college students who have been called into ministry. And I mean, even tonight, there will be, uh, uh, what, leadership is probably 100, 
or so that we'll meet here tonight, uh, you know, and that's just leadership of college students. That's just leadership. How many hear what I'm saying? That's just leaders. Uh, I don't know, there's like a hundred or so that are going to spend the summer in places like India and Thailand and Africa. And, and so I know Ryan went, changed his life. I know this year Michael's going, and I think he's going to change his life. And, and it'll change your lives. We've got missionary families in here, in this church, because of what God has done. I want to say this one thing before they come, is that years ago, when we first bought this property, uh, we had looked for property all over the city, and God led us to this property. And uh, just out this way, beyond the rocks, there were, that day, there, were, there was at least 60, and I don't know, Roy, Vicky, you might have been here. I know Chuck Carroll might have been here. Uh, but we were here with the barons and college students who were the international students. And I know that that day, at least 60 countries were represented. And we got out here and we put our hands in the soil and we prayed that this church would have a global impact. Now, I, I, I believe, I'm a believer, but I had, on, had no idea how that would look like. I had no idea that God sent those students to us from all over the world, but then they would raise up missionary students out of Chi Alpha and out of this ministry to go all over the world. I had no idea of that. I didn't know there were Zach and Olivia's out there. I didn't know that. But you are a part of the harvest of the seed of that prayer that was sown on that day. But may, may I introduce to you today a missionary couple that I want you to meet. I want you to hear from them. And then I'm going to come back and give the word. But, but I want you to hear from them today. Would you welcome Zach and Olivia Rice? You need a podium? Good morning, family. I say family because this is my home church. I never faithfully attended church anywhere before I came to UCA and got involved with Chi Alpha until I came here, and, and this is my home, and it's such an honor to be here. Uh, Olivia and I sat back there for about six years and watched people of God share what he was doing in their life um, and listen to them and follow uh, their leadership, and now I get to say it's an honor to be here um, on this stage sharing what, what God is doing in our lives. And so we're so thankful to be here. Um, if we can throw up our picture. This is us. Um, we are Zach and Olivia Rice, and we are missionary associates to Mozambique. Um, we've got to go to Mozambique a few times before, uh, short-term trips with Chi Alpha, but this time we're committing two years there in hopes that God will do amazing things. Um, you might know Matt and Andrea Marlin. They've come here a few times, and they're, they're also from this church and from Chi Alpha. And we're getting to join their team. Uh, if you don't know where Mozambique is, on the next picture, you can see it outlined in red. There at the bottom of Africa. Um, you might have also heard about Mozambique in the news recently. Uh, it just got hit by a terrible cyclone, and it's caused massive destruction in the country. Uh, thankfully, Matt and Andrea weren't directly affected, but, but this is our home, and these are our people, and so indirectly it does affect us. Um, the next picture will show you uh, the capital city of Maputo, and that is where we will call where we will be calling our new home. Um, the next picture will show you a city, a picture of the city, and it actually looks very beautiful here. But the next picture will show you more closely what it looks like, and it looks pretty decrepit and like it's falling apart, and that's because it is. Um, there's about 30 million people living in Mozambique, and 4 million people live in this city. It's an amazing place, but it's just very sad in so many different aspects. 
Mozambique is the 25th fastest growing country in the world. However, it's the seventh poorest country in the world. And so what that means is that Mozambique is rapidly reproducing poverty. And that poverty is uh, visible in all areas of the city and then also in the rural places. The next picture you'll see a big pile of trash. And we don't just show this to you for no reason. Olivia has a story she'd like to share about that. So this is the norm there. This is just about everywhere you drive. Is, it's what you find. Um, but while we were in Mozambique, Zach and I always divided our trash into two different trash cans. And in one trash can we put our really nasty trash, and in the other we put any kind of food scraps, potato peels, whatever, anything left over went in that trash can. And it's because people live around the dumpsters in Mozambique. That's the normal. And so we know they're going to eat what is, whatever is in the dumpster, and we don't want them to have what they're going to be eating mixed with our nasty trash. Um, but one day, Zach and I were taking our trash out. We walked down the street. And before we could get to the dumpster, these two little boys ran up to us. And they reached their arms up like they wanted us to hold them. But what they were asking for was our trash. And as I looked into their eyes and I handed them my trash bag, I was so overwhelmed because they were so excited to have something that I was going to throw away. Um, because it knew that they would... They, they, it meant that they would eat another day. Um, and this is just one example of how deeply poverty affects Mozambique, especially the kids. Is there any kid lovers out there? So you would love it in Mozambique because there are a lot of children. Over 45% of the population is under the age of 15. And the average age of a Mozambican is only 17 years old. So that might excite you, but if you take a second to think about it, it's actually really sad and pretty terrible. Because if half of the population is that young, then where are the adults? There's not many. And so that means that there is a lot of orphans in Mozambique. So you might be saddened that there are that many, but you might find, oh, well, there'll be hope for them whenever they grow up and get a job because uh, they'll be able to make a living for themselves and have a good income and provide for their families. But that's not true either. The unemployment rate in Mozambique is extremely high, and so there's not hope for kids when they're born, and there's not hope for the adults whenever they grow up. There's also not hope because of the corruption in the government. If you've heard anything about an African nation, and I don't want to speak too generally, but from what I've seen, the governmental leadership is just, they do not care for their people well at all. And so these, these governmental leaders will sit in their high-rise apartments and drive their fancy cars and eat, eat their extravagant meals while they leave their country suffering under their wrath. So now that you've heard some about the physical condition of Mozambique, we want to share with you some about the spiritual condition. So if you're going to look up religion statistics online of Mozambique, you would find, it would tell you that just over half the country is Christian. But this is really deceiving. Um, most people there will tell you they believe in God or that they are a Christian, um, but it's just not true. Ritual practices have been mixed with the truth of God, um, and it's very destructive. To give you an example, um, can we go back one, possibly? Yes. I want to share with you um, about something called a spiritual husband. So this is my friend Nama. Uh, she's an amazing woman of God, uh, but when she was born, her family took her to a witch doctor. And at the witch doctor, they dedicated her to an ancestor. And what I mean by this is they uh, picked someone in their family, maybe an uncle they really loved or a grandfather they thought really highly of, someone that had died, and they dedicated their daughter to that person's spirit. Sounds a little weird. Um, and the hope is that this spirit will watch after their daughter, look after her, protect her, um, and, and be with her the rest of her life. And it sounds nice, I guess, 
Um, but what they're really doing is dedicating their daughters to demons. Um, and just to explain that a little bit more, they're, they're putting all their hope, all their trust and faith in a dead person and believing that that person's spirit can protect their daughter better than the power of God. And we know that's not true. And it becomes very destructive. So as these girls get older, um, they begin to experience visitations from, from these demonic, um, demonic presences. Um, and they'll often, they'll come to these young girls and they'll want to have some kind of sexual encounter with them. They'll whisper things to them like, you're mine and you're mine forever. And it sounds creepy and crazy because it is. Um, but this is the reality of most girls. This nightmare is their reality. Um, it's not just Nema that has walked through this. This is most girls in Mozambique. Um, but I can tell you today with great joy that Nema has been completely set free from this demonic oppression. Yes. Amen. Um, so it's not just, it's not just non-Christians uh, that are participating in stuff like this. This is people that say they're Christian. They're, they're participating in things like this in Mozambique. And so if we can throw up the next picture. To you from your seat, I don't know if you can actually see what it is, but the picture on the left is a bunch of roots and um, different vegetables and things. And the picture on the right, um, there's a monkey head at the bottom left, and there's some unidentifiable, unidentifiable uh, animal body parts. And these things are charms and um, items that the witch doctors would use to either put curses on people or to falsely bless them. Um, and these things are not just out in the ghetto areas of the city where it's uh, in the back alleys. You will see these things next to the tomatoes in the market. So can you imagine going into Kroger or Walmart and right next to your vegetables you see things that have curses put on them that you can put in your home to either falsely protect you or curse someone else. These things are everywhere in Mozambique. And like I said, it's not just in the rural villages. Sometimes I think we get this concept in our mind that, oh, this stuff only happens way out in the bush areas. Uh, but this is happening in a city with people just like you and I, people that have iPhones, people that have iPads, people that are getting an education. They are using things like this to bring themselves protection or curse others. So it's totally normal to go to the witch doctor. Um, it's not just when someone's dying that you run to the witch doctor. You go if you have bad test grades. You go if you are going to take a trip and you want to make sure you're safe. You go if your neighbor really made you mad and you want to put a curse on them. Um, it is so normalized. These false beliefs have completely infiltrated their culture. And like he said, it's, it's in the middle of the cities. When you walk down the street in the capital city, on every telephone pole, you'll see signs posted and they're witchcraft advertisements. And they advertise things are, that are too vulgar for me to get into right now. Um, Satan's tactic in Mozambique is to sell the lie that his power mixed with God's power is the best option. But we know that the only way to freedom for the Mozambican people is full lordship of Jesus Christ in their life. So after hearing all of the, the terrible physical circumstances these people live in and all the terrible spiritual circumstances these people live in, you guys are so blessed here to have um, Pastor Long lead you in the healthy way in the spiritual realm. But can you imagine being led by such negative things and demonic things in the spiritual realm and that being the only thing that you're exposed to? 
After hearing all those things, we hope that we've presented the need in Mozambique great enough to you that, that you see why it's necessary that we go. And we believe that there is hope for the brokenness and injustice in Mozambique, and we believe it starts with this next picture. Surprise, with college students on the college campus. We believe campus ministry, much like a bunch of people sitting over here in this corner, is the most strategic and impactful mission field in the entire world, and this is why. These students will one day carry authority that God can use to change the nation. They will be doctors, lawyers, teachers, governmental leaders, any, any of you that went to college for anything. This is them in Mozambique, and they will carry that authority, and God can use it to change the direction. The good news for us is they'll all be concentrated in one area during a season of their life, and that is the college campus. So I'm going to share a story with you. This is our friend Cassia. She's so sweet. Um, but one day Zach and I were on campus. We were um, just going to meet students, build relationships, meet some new people. And this girl comes running up to me. I didn't know her at the time, but it was Cassia. And she, uh, she was so excited. She was talking really, really fast in Portuguese and English mixed up. And I said, okay, you need to slow down. <laughs> and when she calmed down, she told me, she said, I've been looking everywhere, ooh, sorry, everywhere for someone who's a part of the church on campus. She said, I've heard of this movement of students that are following Jesus and learning about him, and I am desperate to be a part of it. She was so excited to meet us. Um, and so we got her information, started talking, and within just two weeks, two weeks, not only was she completely personally involved, but she was leading a group of over 24 students weekly in a Bible study on her campus. These students are hungry for the gospel. Both Nama's story of freedom and Cassia's story of her hunger for God are great examples of the desperation these students have in Mozambique. There are over 40 universities in the capital city. Not four, not 14, 40. And with 40 universities, there are tens of thousands of college students just like these two girls that are desperate for freedom and desperate to follow God. And if we don't go and we don't tell them, then how will they hear? So if you need a more tangible example of the effectiveness of campus ministry, you can look at the next picture. You can look at us. Um, we were deeply involved in a campus ministry in Chi Alpha when we were students in college, and God used it to radically transform our lives. I was a church kid. I grew up with every tool I needed to follow Jesus, but before college I had exchanged God's truth for watered-down Christianity. And I told you that I was an unchurched and fatherless and hopeless little boy that grew up to be a drug addict and an alcoholic. But that's before God changed our lives. Now we're missionaries to Africa, college graduates who are serving God. It is possible. And we are proof that God does use college students to change the world. We were a part of Chi Alpha here, and now we get to bring campus ministry to students in Africa. It is such an honor. And if you're still wondering why, why Mozambique, why should we go, I want to read something to you out of the Word of God, because it's the Word that doesn't return void. We might have said a bunch of trash up here so far, but this will not be trash. <laughs> 
In Luke chapter 19, Jesus is riding on a donkey through a crowd, and in this crowd are both religious leaders and Pharisees, and also his true followers. It says, when Jesus came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully praising God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. However, some of the Pharisees in the crowd said, Jesus, rebuke your disciples. Jesus replied to them and said, I tell you, if my followers keep quiet, then the rocks will cry out. And so I want to ask you, if rocks can cry out and rocks can testify of the love of God and rocks can preach his name, I want you guys to listen to this one. Did you hear anything? If we don't go and we don't tell them, then we leave our role in the Great Commission to be fulfilled by the silent cry of a rock. And we refuse to settle for that. So as he said, we will go and we will tell them because we believe and we know that inside the university campus lies potential that can change a nation, potential that can bring the hope of the gospel to the hopelessness, brokenness, and injustice found not just in Mozambique, but in all of Africa. So family, thank you. The church is already supporting us, and we're so thankful that you guys are standing behind us financially and, and helping us get there. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for the years that you were with us when we sat back in those seats and looked up in awe on the stage with people that were preaching the, the love of God to us when we didn't really understand what was going on. And like he said, he, he had no idea that there was a Zach and Olivia out there, and we had no idea there was going to be a Zach and Olivia up here. But we're here today, and we're so thankful to have gotten to share with you what God is doing. And it's such an honor to have shared this with you, and we hope that, that God has spoken something directly to you, that this wasn't just a, a message preached by us that is going to fall on deaf ears, and you guys are going to go and not, and not know more about God or be more engaged into mission it's, it's funny, we get to come up here and share about what God is doing in Mozambique, but we don't want you guys just to think, oh, that's great for them that they're doing that in Mozambique. We want you to take these concepts, and we want you to apply these things to your lives as well, because mission is for all of us. It's not just for the missionaries. We're all missionaries. Thank you. As, as you're still standing, please remain standing. Zach and Olivia, if you'll put your things down and come and stand down here. Um, Michael, Tiffany, Ryan, Mary, would you please come? Uh, Michael, uh, Ryan, Whitney, Patty. Um, you guys just kind of step out there a little bit more in the middle. And, and um, I want these people to come and gather around you. We're going to anoint them and pray for them right now. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more about what we're going to do for them. And Ryan, if you'll just take this anointing oil. And everybody just reach your hands this direction. <clears throat> 
I would like for you to specifically pray for health. Uh, Jennifer, could you please come also? Uh, I, I would like for you to, to um, pray specifically health over them and that you would pray um, the Lord's going to give open doors. How many believe that, all right? I want you to specifically say health over their bodies, all right? Are you ready to pray right now? Come on, as they're anointing them, everybody pray out loud with me. Heavenly Father, right now we just declare that Zach and Olivia are being anointed by your presence. This is not a formality, it's deep spiritual. What we're doing right now has no space confines or no time confines. This is reaching across the globe right now. You're doing things all around the globe from here to Mozambique and all the way through it. Right now, we call healing and divine health in living over Zach and Olivia. Their bodies are covered by your blood right now. Their immune system, the cells of their body, every part of it are covered by your blood right now. In the name of Jesus, you're going to give them open doors, divine provision. They're not going to have to worry about money. They're not going to have to worry about food. They're not going to have to worry about how they're going to do the work of the ministry. You're going to provide it for them, Father. I thank you for it now. I thank you how you brought these two together. And I know there's a lot more of Zach and Olivia's out here. I know that. I thank you for it. I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Now, as you remain standing with me for a moment, I'm going to ask you to do something with me. Number one, I'm going to ask you to do two or three things. Number one, there's a table that's, when you, when you, when you leave today, there's a table out here at the left. Go by there. They've got a pile of these cards. You go by there and you get one. And, and um, you keep this somewhere where you pray. Patty, she, she puts things on our, our window seals, all right? And, and she, she keeps them there. And, and so we, we, we pray for, for these. And, and so, so take that, put it somewhere, you're going to pray for them. I mean, uh, I look around here today. Church Live is always full of other ministers and missionaries. And, and I, look, I look around here, guys, I see some veterans out here, okay? And, and, and you, you know, and, and, um, but we, we need to lift them up. Now, as it was said, the church, we've committed to them that we're going to support them every month. And that's the reason when you give an offerings, emissions offerings, I try to tell you about what's happening in places of the world. Like he just said, this cyclone hit, it hit uh, uh, Mozambique, Malawi, and Zimbabwe. And, and you're not hearing a lot about it because of other news issues, but at least 700 have been confirmed dead. And there are hundreds of thousands, literally, who have been affected by this. I saw one report said it's been, it's been the worst flood in history. And I'm like, no, there was one worse, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, but, it, but, it, but it's been one of the worst storms uh, that they, they've have ever seen. And, and uh, so like when you give an offerings, you support Matt and, and Andrea Marlin who are already there and our convoy of hope. When I come to you about that, our convoy of hope, which is our international disaster relief uh, plan, we have already provided over 200,000 meals and so we, we're, we're already on the scene. Uh, we're, we're actually there before the Red Cross. I mean, it's huge. And, and, and so uh, we've become one of, the, one of the largest world relief uh, organizations like this. And, and so uh, these missionaries are huge. We've got um, in that area that's been affected by the cyclone, we've got 13,000 churches there. We've raised up 13,000 churches there. And so there's, there's a mighty army. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do today. 
is moment ushers. If you guys get ready, uh, I'm going to ask you to pass again, and 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 um, so y'all have to scurry around here and get ready. And and uh, we're going to take. I'm going to call this a cash offering. Now, you don't have to give cash. You can go back there by debit card, credit card. You can give it online a little bit later. But th- they're going to need some money to get there. I mean, I really re- realize she's really good looking, and that'll help him. But that's not going to get them free passage, all right? And it's going to take a lot of money. And, and so they've got a lot of churches helping them here with this, and that's great. But their home church, uh, I want to be a major part of that. And, and so I'm going to ask you today, the Lord moves on. Remember, you hear it clearly, you act promptly. Whatever the Lord tells you to do to help them, then don't be afraid of that. If you've got to go move some funds a little bit later, you've got time here, you know, so we want you to be able to do that. If you want to help them later, you want to say to them, God's telling me to do something specifically for you guys, then go out there to that table and talk to them. You don't have to go through the church. You can go through the church and give it every month, or you can give directly to them. They can set you up with that on account that we have in our world headquarters. But, but how you'd like to do that, I want you to go by there. Be sure you get their prayer card and begin to pray for them. And let's see what God's going to do. Amen? Amen? Uh, go ahead. Uh, give, them, give God glory one more time. Amen? God bless you. You can be seated. Ushers, come on. You guys go ahead and give right now. As you're giving, I've asked uh, Angela, who is our children's ministry uh, director, to, to come forward from Kids Alive because some great things are happening in Kids Alive. So as you give, she jumped out of there for just a minute. So I want you to listen to what she has to say, and i got a word for you. Good morning. Thank you so much for allowing me this time to share with you guys. Um, if you've seen on the um, the screens up here recently, there's been a, a thing about Kids Alive Day Camp. And so I just kind of want to tell you a little bit about our Kids Alive Day Camp that we're doing for the very first time this summer right here on our grounds. Um, I'd been praying and asking the Lord to give me direction on something that we could do to more effectively touch our kids during the summer, and to reach our community. And he birthed this within my spirit. And so what it's going to look like is that there's a lot of things that we're going to do during the day. We're going to have football. We're going to have basketball. We're going to have Patty's painting class.